You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Welcome to episode 83 of the Blended Family Podcast. Today, I'm bringing you an interview with someone who I think you're going to love. She's honest, transparent, and real. That's what I liked about her right away. You'll see what I mean. Anyway, just want to warn you that there will be profanity in this episode. I know that's rare for my show, so I'm mentioning it now so you have a chance to hit pause, save this for later, or go get some earbuds. It's not meant to be offensive, but if you are easily offended, proceed with caution. No further announcements, just enjoy the show. Hello, today I have the pleasure of having Kate Anthony join us. Kate Anthony is the incredible mom, coach, and personal development superstar behind How to Not Fuck Up Your Kids. Kate uses her 20 plus years of personal and professional experience to help moms up-level their emotional intelligence, become better parents, and raise happier, healthier kids. With both her group and one-on-one programs, Kate offers her clients a breadth of expertise, tools, and skills for customized results that make the greatest impact on their lives. Check her out and say hi over at kateanthony.com. Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Melissa. It's so good to be here. Thanks. I'm really excited about having you here because your perspective on things is very different than what we usually see, and Mm. mostly your approach is different, and we'll get to all that. But first, I really want you to tell us your story. You don't get to where you are without a story, so tell us what prompted you not only to make changes in your own life, but also to help other women do the same. Uh, Wow. So, you know, what really prompted me to uh, make the changes in my own life. I was I was married. I was in a very, very unhappy and volatile marriage. Um, I truly believe that uh, my ex and I, we've actually joked about this uh, since our divorce, uh, that we were just, we, we, we say to each other, what were we doing? What were we thinking? <laughs> we were the most toxic combination. Uh, and, you know, I don't think he's ever been worse. I don't think I've ever been worse than we were when we were together. You know, some people wow. bring out the best in you and some people bring out the worst in you. And we brought out the worst in each other. So um, I was in this marriage and, you know, we had a baby because that's what you do. Uh, and then when we had the baby, it was every, all of the, I mean, I think, and I think a lot of your listeners can probably relate to this, that if a marriage doesn't have an incredibly amazing, solid foundation, bringing kids into it is just a recipe for complete and utter implosion. Um, And we really didn't have a solid foundation and we had worse than a solid foundation and, um, or worse than not a solid foundation. It was so cracked and crumbling. And so we had a baby and then it was like all hell broke loose. And for a couple of years, we were bound and determined to stay together for our son And we worked hard. I mean, this is the thing about my ex and I. We were both in 12-step programs and had been for many years. We both went in individual therapy. We spent years in couples therapy together. And we worked so hard to try and make this marriage work. And the fact of the matter was it wasn't workable. 
And when my son was about three and a half, I had this moment that I call my frying pan moment where I literally felt like I got smacked upside the head by a, with a frying pan and suddenly realized that I had to leave for my son. Right. This whole time we kept thinking we had to stay together for my son, but I had to leave for my son. And the reason was that I was not, I had this vision of myself as being this really strong, powerful woman. And the fact of the matter was that I wasn't, that's not who I was being. Uh, and I, when I suddenly realized that what my child, what I was modeling to my child was not the relationship I ever wanted for him. I never wanted him to grow up to treat women the way that my ex treated me in our marriage. And I never wanted him to choose women who were like me uh, as I was in our marriage. And that I knew that the only only thing I could do was to get out. Because uh, I knew in that moment, I said to myself, oh my God, we're so bad for each other. What if there's someone that's better Right. For him, what if there's a woman that he can love completely and stop trying to change? And what if there's a man that I can love completely and stop trying to change? And that's the relationship I wanted my child to grow up around. Um, and so I, and so I did. And that was the day that everything ended. Um, you know, and and. I went out into my divorce, sort of, I'd been a stay-at-home mom for a couple of years, I'd been an actor for 30 years before that, and I was like, everything had to change, and everything had to start again. And so I came to coaching through that process, um, after a year or so of trying to figure out what the hell am I going to do with my life. Um, I went to coaching school, and I studied for a couple of years, um, and I eventually came to coaching single moms and coaching women through divorce uh, because it was my passion. It was something that I had navigated actually very well. My ex and I, once we took all the getting our emotional needs met from each other off the table, we got along great. And we had a very successful divorce. Um, and I wanted to help other women have that too. That's a great, great story. I love that. And I think the work you do is so needed. It's amazing how much unresolved stuff, for lack of a better word, that we carry around. Many of us even think it's not affecting us or our children, but it mm -hmm. always does. So tell us the most common issues that you help women with in your work. Um, <laughs> yeah, the unresolved stuff. So you know, the focus of my business, now, right? So I was coaching single moms exclusively for a while, and now I coach um, all kinds of moms. And the focus of my work is really that um, I believe that we can take all the parenting classes in the world that we want, but if we do not face and look at and heal our own shit, we're going to pass it on to our kids. And that, you know, we get to a certain point as mothers, we go, oh my God, I don't want to fuck up my kids. I don't want to fuck up my kids. We notice that they're sponges and mirrors, right? That they are absorbing everything we say or do. And then we start, they start reflecting it back and we go, oh God, yeah. right? And um, 
you know, sometimes we're aware and conscious of those moments as they're happening, and sometimes we're just not. And what I help women to do is to become more consciously aware, to literally rewrite their operating systems, right? I talk about our parenting blueprint. I help I help women map out what their blueprint was and then, and then redesign it, right? Because we go into parenting so unconsciously for the most part. Um, we either do exactly what our parents did to us or we do the exact opposite. Uh, and neither of which... In all cases, in most cases, neither of which is the ideal, right? right? And so I teach women to be at conscious choice in their parenting as opposed to reacting from some past mapping that was handed to them. Um, and so when we're able to look at what the, like, it's literally like giving you the user's manual, right, to your parenting. And when it says, like, do this, do this, do this, we get to go, oh, do I want to do that? Maybe I want to do it differently, Right. And I think that, that that's difficult to do because it puts us in a vulnerable state when we really have to look at what we could be doing wrong. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so I believe that all relationships are, you know, we all often hear that relationships are 50-50. And I believe that all relationships are 100% and 100%. If there are two people in the relationship, each one of them has to take 100% responsibility for what's happening uh, in that dynamic. Um, and so for me, it's not about what are you doing wrong so much as um, wh- what do I choose? Right. right. It's literally just about becoming at conscious choice and the number of things that we're so unaware of uh, that we do. Right. We're so unaware that if we could just sort of shine the light on it, you know, I believe that awareness is 75 percent of the battle. Yeah. Right. And once we shine the light on it and we see it, we're able to then choose differently. But if we continue to whistle past the graveyard or refuse to look under, you know, the rock at, and the dirt and the worms, we're we're just we're then then that's we're just going to be operating out of reactivity and not out of choice. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure you're yeah. really gentle with it too when you work with people. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I'm. I'm not a. I'm not one of those hard-assed coaches. I don't like. I am so. I am. <laughs> I am super duper nurturing. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I look at my website sometimes and I think, gosh, you know, it sounds like I'm a little bit more like bombastic than I really am. Because <laughs> I'm not. I'm kind of. I'm a total softy. Yeah. 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 Well, what you do, you have to be a little bit. Working with women is tough. So I really think that my listeners will will resonate with what you have to offer because they're all in blended families and many of them previously divorced and on second or third marriages and all of them have children. So would you agree that blended families struggle more than traditional family homes in your experience and why? Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah, I mean, just the sheer logistics of it all, right? I mean, I, I once did a Venn diagram <laughs> drawing. So my uh, ex-husband is remarried now. And in their family, there are three children. There is my ex's son with me. There is my ex's wife's son. And then my ex had a baby with somebody else in between his two marriages. And they have full custody of that little boy. So literally, like, it's three kids, 
three moms, two dads, right? And then there's me and my son, and I'm single. Uh, I'm not remarried. I'm, I'm not even dating now. But when I was dating, then I had we had like, I mean, trying to do holidays, right? And all of the moving parts. And you, then you've got, you know, then I've got, we've got my ex-husband's wife and her ex-husband and whatever he has going on. And then there's me and whatever I have. I mean, they're just, so... So from the logistics standpoint, it's it can be, I mean, talk about a struggle, right? I mean, it's so hard and you have to sort of, there's so much to consciously design in that. Yeah, well, because you're you're talking about, you know, yourself as a mom, what you bring to the table, but yep. then you have all these other parents involved too. Yep. And what do they bring to the table with not only their own children, but with their stepchildren? And it's just yep. so many different dynamics going on. Absolutely. It is. And it can be scary. I mean, I've, you know, I've there are there are nightmare stories that I've heard and and then there, you know, one of the things that I always encourage uh moms to think about, you know, I've 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 had women say to me, uh, get angry about the fact that their child's stepmom, you know, threw their kid a birthday party or got them a really nice present. And I always advise that the more people to love your kid, the better. And that I am so lucky that my my ex and his wife made a decision when they got married that their three children, it would never be my kid, your kid, that all of them were their children um, to the point where if they put a screensaver on their phone, it's of, it's of three children. Wow. They and don't, this is, this is wonderful because this is the kind of stuff that I teach on this podcast and it's nice to hear you yeah. saying that you preach this too, and that you're actually not just preaching it, but you're practicing it as well. Yeah. And I got to say, I learned that from my ex. It was a great, it was just fantastic, you know, to, and I, you know, I, uh, I, I think it's important, you know, so my, my, my ex's wife, I'm, I'm, I'm so lucky. I sent her a mother's day card this year. Um, and she and I have, we had our struggles and we have healed our relationship really uh, consciously and deliberately uh, really in the last like six months. And I, I could not be more lucky to have that woman yeah. co-raising my child. Um, and, and I know that some people are not that lucky and I, I don't know what I would do. Honestly, all I know is that, you know, I, I, God knows, somehow I chose a man who was a fantastic father. Um, and so I trust him. I trust him. I trust that no matter what happens in his household, my child is cared for and taken care of. And I know a lot of people for whom that is not the case. Yeah. And it is so heartbreaking and scary. Um, when we got divorced, the first question that we were asked was by our mediator was, do you want to put your children, your child in our case, at the, at the center of this divorce or in the middle? And that distinction, we held to that so strongly that we were absolutely committed to putting our son in the middle and never putting him at the center. I mean, putting him in the center, sorry, right, right, putting it. him in the center of everything and never putting him in the middle. We always wanted to make sure that every decision that we made was put through the lens of what's best for our son. 
And so often in divorce, people, and this is where I go back to becoming consciously aware and understanding your operating system and knowing when you're getting triggered and knowing when you're getting set off because when we're triggered and we're set off, we start using our children as pawns. Mm -hmm. And it it, it is so dangerous and destructive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, so you know, the, the idea of all the family members putting our children uh, at the center of all decisions all the time is like, you kind of can't go wrong with that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about why it's so important to fix these things now. What happens if we don't fix it? What happens if we wait 10 years, 15 years? You know, what, what happens and why do we need to really yeah. get on this? Well, I mean, look, we all want our children to grow up to be happy, healthy, and successful. And we want them to grow up having happy, healthy, successful relationships. And the only way they learn that is by us modeling it. We can talk about it to a blue in the face, but if it's not what they're being raised with, if it's not what they're witnessing every day, like we're, we're going to fuck them up. Right. You know, that's the deal. We have got to do this. If we don't fix it now, that means that we 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 program our children to have dysfunctional relationships. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're poisoning them. So, Kate, I know that you offer one-on-one private coaching. So, can you please tell my listeners about it? I'd love for you to share what type of training is involved and what the program mm-hmm. offers on a whole. Yeah. So I actually have two, I have two things. I've got my group program. Um, and my group program is an eight week program. Um, and it goes through, gosh, all sorts of stuff. (laughs) Um, it's got, we've got nine modules, we've got bonus modules. I really take people through an uncovering of their own operating systems. Um, you know, I am, I am not a parenting coach. I'm a life coach, and I work with women to uncover their own operating systems so that they can be better moms and pass on better stuff to their kids. Um, and so um, we talk about who you are now. Where do you, What's your vision for your future and your life? What are the things that trigger you? Um, I, I get into all sorts of like really sciencey stuff. I'm really into the science of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like why we communicate the way we communicate, how to communicate better, real like specific communication skills. And, um, and then I also work with women one-on-one. Uh, and those per, I, I work with women one-on-one who don't want to go through the group program. They're not into group work or they don't feel like it's quite the right fit for them or they just want to get started now, right? Like right. my next group program starts on October 3rd. And so here we are, you know, in June, July. Like if people want to get started now, like let's do this. Um, and I can customize a program. And so I really want to work with women on their individual needs. If, you know, if n- navigating a divorce is what you're going through right now, the we're going to work on that specifically. And I will take you through and use all of the skills. I mean, I've got a toolbox that is literally overflowing. Um, and so, but you know, most of my, um, all of it is, you know, I, I teach emotional intelligence and some people know exactly what that means and some people don't. Um, but when so when I work with women individually, it's all of those tools, but it's just more customized to what you're going through and what you need right now. 
Okay, that sounds great. Um, now we keep saying women because that's what I'm reading on your site and that's what you're yep. talking about. Do you ever help men or is there just a reason that you work only with women? You know, it's such a great question. I work with women. I have worked with men in the past. I, um, and I wouldn't say no. Um, but you know, I'm a mom and I'm a woman and I, and, and I feel like my experience is much more specific to the mom experience. That being said, you know, I have a lot of single dad friends and and guy guy friends or who or guys who follow me who are like nobody's having these conversations specifically for men. Mm-hmm. Um and they ask me to write for men and I say I, I like I can't, I'm not a man. Um but like hang out here and just know that anything I teach or anything I'm talking about is for everybody. Um so I I wouldn't say no uh to working with a man. I mean, that just, makes a lot of sense what you're saying. I mean, I can yeah. totally understand that being a woman myself. So, yeah. So, yeah. I was looking around your website, which I love, by the way, and I came across your manifesto. Would you mind if I read that here? No, I'd love it. Thank okay. you. Listeners, beware. I am going to cuss, so don't be shocked. Please <laughs> pause me if there are little ones around because there's a lot of cursing in here. Here we go. The best fucking mom manifesto. I believe that most of the world's problems start at home, so your work starts there too. I believe that moms need to start treating themselves with respect and care, or they'll never have the fuel they need to do good in the world. I believe that continuing to blame your parents for your problems is straight up bullshit. You have the power to break the cycle of abuse, codependency, and betrayal, and it's high time you start. I believe that not taking responsibility for your fuck-ups is just another way of perpetuating more fuck-ups. Stop that shit right now. (laughs) I believe that if you don't ask for help, you'll never get it, and there is no shame in needing help. We all could use some help as far as I'm concerned. I believe that not doing the work to know your emotional triggers leaves you powerless, a slave to your emotions, and that shit wreaks havoc on your partners and children. I believe that sometimes no is the most loving answer to a question. I believe that taking things personally is the quickest way to create a conflict where there isn't one. I believe that trying to do everything is hard enough without trying to do everything perfectly. I believe that while being your kid's friend is nice, what they really need is a parent. Step up and act like one, please. I believe that kids pick up on your criticism, even your self-criticism, so shut that shit down before it gets in their head too. I believe that a healthy world starts with healthy relationships. I believe that healthy relationships with anyone, but most importantly with your kids, starts with you. I'm here to help moms like you get more emotionally intelligent with their parenting so they can raise the happiest, healthiest kids possible. I'm here to help you finally get smart about your feelings, deal with your shit, and become the best fucking mom you can possibly be. After all, doesn't your kid deserve that? Okay, so now listeners, if you want a copy of that manifesto, you can go to Kate's website. Again, that's www.kateanthony.com. Click manifesto, and you can see there you can get your own printable copy of that. So Kate, why did you come up with that manifesto? Um, I also want to say that you can get, I I, I include when I email you the manifesto, I include a clean version. Mm. So if you want to hang it up where your children can see it, I have a version in there that doesn't have any curses on it whatsoever. So. Um, and I came up with it because I, 
I get really passionate about things and I kind of get on my soapbox. And I was talking to someone and I was sort of spouting these things out. And she was like, you need to write all of that down and like put it in a manifesto because I want it to be really clear what I stand for, especially when you work with me, Um, because I don't accept blame and shame. I don't accept victimization. Um, I don't, I don't want the, I want people who work with me to be really clear. And again, in the most loving, nurturing way, this manifesto is kind of like really in your face, but it's kind of not the way I work. I'm really, really, really loving and nurturing, I swear. (laughs) But I'm also really passionate and really clear um, about uh, what I believe in. Um, And so I want people who work with me to know that, right, really up front, that these are the things I believe in. Yeah, well, exactly. And that gives them a good sense of whether they want to work yeah, with you or not. <laughs> right, exactly. If you don't believe in this stuff, okay, great. Like, totally fine. Right. I'm probably not the coach for you. Right. Um, and I also want this, I, like, I love because people actually share this on social media, and I love it because I, uh, I this is what I want for the world. This yeah. is what I want for all the world's children, That sounds so hippy-dippy, but it really is. It is what I want for all the world's children. I want us all to to be and do better. Um, And and I believe that this is how we do it. Well, I love it. I love it. So I know you are starting a new podcast in addition to your coaching, which is launching on July 5th. So can you speak a little bit about that? Tell us what it's called and what we can expect from it. Yes. Uh, thank you. So yeah, it's really exciting. So um, it's called, my, my my group program, my signature program is called How to Not Fuck Up Your Kids. And that is the name of the podcast as well. Um, and I, it's co- I'm having conversations with experts and moms. So um, I have a lot of, uh, you know, so I'm having parenting experts come in and talk about how to not fuck up your kids. Um, I'm having conversations with moms who have really, like, had to overcome a whole lot in order to do better this time. People who were raised in really, really, really extreme toxic environments mm-hmm. um, who have had to overcome a lot in order to raise happier, healthier, and more successful children. Um, I think something happens to us in motherhood. We get pregnant and we go, oh my God, oh my God, right? I have to do better. I have to do different. This The, the way that, I, that, that it was done to me is not right. Um, and so I'm just having these conversations with these women and they're sharing their stories and their journeys and their expertise. Well, it sounds like it's going to be a great show and I'm definitely going to check it out. I can't wait for it. And I will announce it again when it gets closer to the date so that people don't forget, because this is going to air actually like about a week before. So Kate, we're reaching the end of the show. Do you have any final words of advice for the listeners or anything else you'd like to add? Uh, you know, I think we've covered it. I just, you know, I, the other thing that I, that I really believe in, and this is part of the reason I'm doing the podcast is that I believe that women heal through sharing. Um, and so while it's, you know, it is mom centered, it's, it's about moms and telling their stories. I also do believe that, that dads will get a, a lot out of it. Um, and, um, you know, 
the, my main message, right, is that we all have experiences from our pasts that have shaped us into the mom's parents that we are today, right? And usually that's because of how we were raised, um, the damage that was done to us or not. Um, and sometimes it really scares us uh, that this is the mom we're becoming, right? And it doesn't mean that that is the mom or the parent that you have to be tomorrow or even five minutes from now. Mm. Uh, and if you do the work on yourself to uncover the unconscious habits and patterns that you may be repeating, you can stop it. We can stop the cycles of abuse. We can stop the cycles of neglect. We can so- stop the cycles of you know, toxicity and dysfunction. We can stop it by doing the hard work on ourselves. And that is the best parenting advice I think I could ever give. Yeah, that's great. And how can people find you? KateAnthony.com. Okay, good. And I'll go ahead and put all of your links in the show notes for the listeners. I really encourage you all to check out Kate's website to learn more about her and what she has to offer. She also has a giveaway when you visit the site. You can get a free guide called Five Steps to Losing Your Shit on Your Kids. And we can probably- Stop losing your shit. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Is that what I said or did I say something else? You said five steps to lose your shit. Oh, but we I'm want sorry. To stop, to stop losing our to shit. Stop right? losing your shit on your kids. Sorry about that. And we could probably all use that that guide. So, Kate, thank you so much for coming on with me today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, and I enjoyed it. Okay, listeners, feedback can be sent to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com, or you can always contact Kate, too. Check out our site, check out her new podcast, and come back here next week for another episode of the Blended Family Podcast. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.